One of the things that will distinguish you from your mates is wisdom. One of the things that will distinguish you from the rest of the workers in that company is wisdom. One of the things that will distinguish from the rest of the family members is wisdom. Pure justice doesn't emanate from faith, it emanates from wisdom. Justice is being able to look at a situation and judge it, and judge it rightly. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Proverbs 24. Proverbs 24, I want to read from verse 3. Proverbs 24 from verse 3. Now, I have taught you about faith dimensions as one of the activators or the principles of reigning. One of the activators or principles of reigning. Bible says that whatever is born of God overcomes the world. That's dominion. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. So what the Holy Spirit told me is that it's not just about you. Anything that is associated with you, whatever, that's why is the word whatever is born of God. Not whoever is born of God. So you know you are born of God, but anything that belongs to you is whatever that is born of God. Your job, your business, everything that came from God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our world, our faith. I want you to say to yourself, say I'm victorious. Say my faith overcomes the world. So we know that by faith we can reign with Christ. By faith, we can lay hold on the industry. We can lay hold on this nation. Let me tell you, it's time for believers to wake up. You must be woke. How do you say it? You must be... You must stay woke. And I was shouting around... 2.30 2.30 or 3 a.m. today, and my pastor was telling me, he said, woke people, look at woke people, woke people, look at what they said. Ah, I said, woke. So, I've, I've heard this song, so I said, woke, woke, woke. So, stay woke. Look at your neighbor, say, stay woke. So, apart from faith, let me tell you, as a believer, you cannot live without faith. Bible says it is impossible to please God without faith. By it, elders obtain a good report. So this is what I'm sharing with you now. The second thing that I'm sharing with you, I'm going to continue on on Wednesday. This is very important. Is what I call supernatural intelligence. It's one thing to have faith. Is another thing to have the sense of dominion. It's one thing to have the faith to take over. It's another thing to have the sense to be in charge. In fact, it is not all those who have faith to be in dominion that have the sense to be in dominion. It takes intelligence, serious intelligence to be in charge of things. I'm not even talking about responsibility now. I'm talking about the body of knowledge or compendium of understanding that stay that keeps you awake or that makes you relevant 
in your industry. I'm talking about the wisdom of God. I'm talking about the spirit of wisdom that governs your instincts and controls your discretions. That's what I'm talking about. All throughout the scriptures, you realize that kings that did not reign without or that reigned without wisdom, they had issues. One of the reasons why that king in Proverbs was advised not to take wine is so that he would not pervert justice. Justice, pure justice, doesn't emanate from faith. It emanates from wisdom. I want you to see what I'm saying. Justice is being able to look at a situation and judge it. And judge it rightly. You look at your finances and judge it rightly. You look at your relationship and pass the right judgment on your relationship. That this year, this person is off. This business is off. This relationship, I switch it on. This one. Ability to be able. You know, the scripture says, he that is spiritual judges all things. I want you to, I want you to take note of this. It says, he that is spiritual judges all things. So it means that everything has been put under your leadership or rulership. There is nothing on this earth that has not been put under you. If you are in Christ and everything has been put under Christ is being put under you. If you believe that, can you say amen? amen? Now, I can take you through many scriptures. That Bible says that everything that was made was made through him and for him. Through him and for him. The scripture says, the Lord says to my Lord, sit until thy enemies is made thy footstool. You are seated with him, your enemies is your footstool. The scripture says, he's highly exalted, given the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue should confess. I want you to, I can open scriptures upon, upon scriptures that talks about Christ highly placed far above principalities, powers, events of life. Far above. But most times, believers behave as if they are under the element of life. And when we are talking about dominion, in real sense of it, is being in charge. You can be a junior officer in the, in a particular company and be running the company. You can be a new intake in a particular company and yet the wisdom of God at work in your life is running the company. It doesn't take long. It's not going to take you a long time for you to be noticeable. Look at what happened to Daniel. Bible says they sought for the nobles. And he proposed in his house with his friends. And they refused to spoil themselves with the king's meat or king's portion. And then before you know it, they even looked better than those who were eating the king's meat. And when the king examined them, when the king examined them, he had an encounter with the wisdom of the spirit. You know, Bible says for concerning Daniel, he said, an excellent spirit. An excellent spirit. It means that you look at the life of Daniel, you can't trace mediocrity to it. 
You can't trace no results to it. You can't trace flimsy excuses, untenable, terrible excuses to it. You have no excuse. You have no excuse. You don't need anybody to help you. You know some things in this church, you know, I say them so bluntly that when we want to put out the videos, I'm careful because those messages are not meant for the public. They are, we are not preaching to the public first. I am preaching to your spirits. I'm preaching to your life. You know, one of the things that God does is to push his children to the point where they know that they are helpless now. That there is nobody to help you. It will deactivate all your support system for you to look unto him for help. Daniel survived four kings because an excellent spirit, the wisdom of, of God was found in him. An excellent spirit. For, you know, you know kings don't have tenor. If they don't die, they can't leave the place, right? So imagine Daniel now in Nigeria. He will rule till he dies. Whether it's PDP that is in power, they will call for him. Or APC. He is not belonging to a caucus. His excellent spirit distinguished him to the point that whoever is in power will need him to survive in power. There was a king, it was his mother that told him, Look, these challenges you are facing. Your father faced this kind of challenges. It was Daniel that solved the problem. You are better sent for Daniel. That is the kind of earthly relevance we are talking about. Dominion is about being earthly relevance. You are not going to heaven in hurry. Earth is given to you to lord over it. The earth is the lord. And its fullness thereof. The world and those that are there here. Are you still here? You are here, can you say amen? Proverbs chapter 23. Uh, 24 rather. So we're looking at supernatural intelligence. We're looking at spiritual intelligence. We're looking at the wisdom of the spirit of God. We're looking at, you know, um, the scripture says that when Jesus was to talk about kings that have reigned in time past, who did he talk about? Who did he talk about? Who did he talk about? He talked about Solomon. He says Solomon was well arranged in all his glory. He says Solomon in all his glory. Solomon in all his glory. Solomon was highly organized. He was so organized to the extent that other kings will visit and their nations will become organized. He was so organized to the extent that the queen of Sheba visited and gave up. Let's just key that code like that. According to an historian around that time who documented the event outside the scripture, there was actually a particular story that Queen of Sheba, since it's not in the scripture, I'm telling you it's not in the scripture, fell in love. 
fell in love. But we know that the queen of Sheba was dazed by what he saw. What she saw. But look at it. When Solomon was going to reign as king, he saw himself to be so helpless. When God asked him to ask for what he needed, you know what Solomon did was to give. Bible says to give. He gave excellent offering. 1,000 bulls. He said, be killing it. And as they were killing it, God was smiling. And God came down and said, ask whatever you need. Now, I'm not even preaching that you should give. What Solomon gave for, you already have. And that is where we are going. So Solomon asked for wisdom. He asked for wisdom. You know the funniest thing? Anything that God gives you, you'll be tried based on that thing. In the same chapter, when he asked for wisdom, the next event was the event of those two women who were hugging over there. Do you remember those story? You remember the story? Those two women, one of them slept on the, on the child and died, and then the other one, and then when they brought the living one, and then the two women were hungry. Up till now, you still think, how did it come about this? And immediately he passed a judgment. That's what we are saying. Wisdom. He that is spiritual judges all things, and yet is not judged by any. If you don't judge things, things will judge you. If you don't judge the economy of this nation, the economy will judge you. If you don't judge the affairs of life, you are always told, told, and fro by the affairs of life. You, you know, there's a way you can be, the real life can be very serious. I mean, I'm not saying we are in a fake life, but I'm saying that when you go through things, it can be really sensitive. You put money in this, it disappears. You put money in this other one, it disappears. You, you, people can actually be frustrated. But you see, your frustration, it cannot frustrate God. And that is the truth. There is something you are not learning. There is a wisdom that is missing. When things are not working right, it doesn't mean that they cannot be, they cannot be worked rightly. It just means that something is missing that you have not gotten hold of. A knowledge is missing. A counsel is missing. The Bible says in the multitude of counsels, there is safety. You know, but you see, we are quick to go by the way of the world. Immediately you put the investment under insurance. What if the insurance company disappears? Has your smartness been dazed before? Embarrassed? You know, let's, let's look into the scriptures because we don't have much time again. I'm just, I'm just going to speak to you by my spirit. It's difficult for kings that God has made us to be to, for us to reign without God's wisdom. Without God's wisdom. A lot of believers live by the wisdom of the world. We live by the wisdom that we have acquired intellectually from schools. I'm talking about the wisdom that is not taught in school. I'm talking about the wisdom that is only taught in believers' gathering. It's not only taught, it's imparted. Ah. 
Moses looked at Joshua. He knew he was going. He called, he called him. I think that's Deuteronomy 34 or so. And laid hand on him, and wisdom was imparted into Joshua. See, one of the things that will distinguish you from your mates is wisdom. One of the things that will distinguish you from the rest of the workers in that company is wisdom. One of the things that will distinguish from the rest of the family members is wisdom. As believers, we have the wisdom of God, but we are operating in it in a different way. Some of us are using it, right? Some of us are using it much more. Some of us are not using it at all. The wisdom. All throughout the scripture, you see wisdom. Immediately they caught the head of John the Baptist. Jesus Christ moved to another town. Wisdom. That's where your own Jesus, if you happen to be Jesus, you say, what's the name of that? Let's go there. There is wisdom that teaches you to be quiet. There is the one that teaches you to what? To speak out. When you are supposed to speak out. That's wisdom. Every little thing is typing. Protesting against the government online. All of you, you are gentle now because DSS are watching you. And you see that most of them can't talk again. It's church now they can talk because we don't have DSS. Our DSS is our angels. If we deploy those angels to go and start slapping people, hospitals cannot attend to your case. Every business they tell him, invest. Every business. Foolishness. You don't understand and appreciate the weight of wisdom until you have studied foolishness. I need to give you close to like about five definitions of foolishness. It's in this book. Five definitions of foolishness. I think it's something I should give you before you go. It's a good foundation for this teaching. Who is a fool? Can a believer be a fool? Are you a fool? I like that. You know, I say, who is a fool? Hmm. Hmm. Can a believer be a fool? Yes, sir. Are you a fool? No, sir. <laughs> now, it's Sunday. It's, it's looking like communion now. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm not a fool. <laughs> say, I have the wisdom of God in me. <laughs> say, Christ is my wisdom. <laughs> Glory to God. See, let me tell you, you will never be stranded again in your life. You see, wisdom is the way out of all troubles. Wisdom. There are things you are praying about that you need to just take simple steps. Yes, that's the truth. There are things you are praying about, you just need to write a proposal. A single proposal can change your account balance. Wisdom. Somebody was listening to a message in a particular church. I won't mention the name of the church. It's a testimony. The Holy Spirit told him, he said, concerning these ideas and this business, talk to these five people and four people. He wrote, as, as he's listening, he wrote those names down. 
And talking, being deliberate and acting on God's word is wisdom. He wrote those names down. Number one, number two, number three. Number four. Immediately after the service, do you know that? I mean, acting on the word promptly. He picked up his phone. He went to the back of the church. He picked up his phone and he called those four people. And he told them, I have a business. I have a business that needs 20 million to be funded. In those days, 20 million was a big money. Big, it's still a big money, right? Relatively, you know, depending. Praise God. To some people, just chicken change <laughs> or turkey change. Or Malu change, praise God. <laughs> so now he went to the back of the church and then he, he called the first person, the person agreed. He called the second person, the person agreed. He called the third, the fourth. They all agreed to give him five million each. They gave him five million each. And their business became a billion naira, a multi-billion naira business in this city. I know in your mind now, you say, as simple as that. If you say that, that is not wisdom. I'm not saying it's foolishness. I'm not saying you're foolish. But that is not wisdom. It's not wisdom to not believe the simple steps taken by others that became a breakthrough. You know, you can have somebody who probably is leading in a particular environment or in, a, in an industry, are you doing it? He said three things. Three things. And he just mentioned those things in passing. And you look at those three things as being ordinary. You just look at them and say, ordinary. What are those things? He said, well, I make sure I wake up by 3 a.m. and plan my day. Oh. I haven't planned my day a day before. That's foolishness speaking. Foolishness is very loud. Foolishness is very pompous. Foolishness is very dogmatic. Dogmatic. Always believe in his own way. The day you drop your ways, you start breaking through. You have ways in your heart, in your head. You have things you have planned. You have a way. Let me read these things to you. Are you getting something? Are you still here? You know, I will never call you a fool. Because God says you have the wisdom of God. But you see, it's possible to have the wisdom of God in our spirit and be foolish in our heads. And you are running the affairs of your life with your head. Whereas the wisdom is neglected and ignored in your spirit. You see, what I'm doing this morning is to just take, get your attention to what is in your spirit. Your spirit is so loaded. You are more than what you think. In fact, you are more than what you think you want to become. And that is the truth. Check throughout the scriptures. How can a dream of you seeing your parents and your brothers bowing to you turn to becoming a prime minister? You are more than what you dream. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are more than what you have planned. In fact, when you prayed and you received from the Lord, you are more than what you received from the Lord. Because God won't give you everything at once. 
Look at your neighbor. Say you are bigger than this. Okay, personalize it. Say I'm bigger than this. Talk to you about four neighbors. Say I'm bigger than this. I'm more than this. I'm bigger than this. I'm better than this. I'm blessed. Glory to God. When you say this thing now, when you just say this thing now, how do you feel? How do you feel about yourself? Do you feel bigger? Do you feel better? Some people are not still feeling anything. You know, sometimes eh, to pastor, you don't know is the is one of the hardest job on the earth. Especially to pastor you, you. Say me. Do you know yourself? So you can see what I'm going through. Apostle had to tell the church, he said, they said, pray for me. A believer can be a fool. A fool is someone who rejects knowledge, God's knowledge. Now, a fool is not someone who is ignorant. A fool is someone who deliberately apply for ignorance. Now, I want you to understand the difference. God will never place you in a place where there is no accessible counsel. Yes. A bus conductor can just tell you, why can't you keep your post very well? Your money looks like your money wants to fall down. And with that statement, the Holy Spirit can tell you, that's how you have been keeping your account. Yes. The challenge we have, there is a dimension of wisdom I want to share with you. It's the highest of it. And that is yielding and responding to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. I remember there was a time after a prayer meeting, I was much more younger. I think I was a teenager. So I stood, I was talking to some people. I stood like this. And as I stood, it's like I froze. Not literally, but Holy Spirit was speaking to me. And the way he was speaking to me, he wanted me to just be like that. He said, do you know the way you are standing right now is the way you are standing in the realm of the Spirit? I said, what? We just finished a prayer meeting. Powerful. I've always been going for VGs, listening to the Word, studying. I have different versions of scriptures in my, in my room. An Anglican reverend came to my house. He said, talk about we need to enroll you in... Theological school. I said, theology school. Theological school is in my room. He came to my room and saw theology. And that is the truth. Different versions. My mom liked to buy Bible. I like to read them. Things Bible. Amplified Bible. I've been reading all those things. And I will sit down with it. Loading myself. Not knowing that I'm going to find myself doing this. I know some people can be rejoicing and say, thank God I didn't load myself. <laughs> I will never want to be a pastor. I was loading myself to become an engineer. And I went for it. But you know what happened when the Holy Spirit told me that? That is a knowledge. But that knowledge needs to be processed. A processed and applied knowledge is wisdom. Immediately I process that knowledge. The application is this. Now, listen to me. 
The application is, I took step immediately, I went to our coordinator's house. I said, you know what, sir? The Holy Spirit just told me now, this is how I'm standing. That coordinator came for my wedding here, you know. He said, the Holy Spirit told you that. Ha! He said, you are standing carelessly in the Spirit. Those coordinators in those days, you can backslide if they talk. We have been praying in a meeting before. Praying and praying and praying and praying. I think somebody did something wrong or so that the person needs to be rebooked. We have been praying. Long hours of prayer. The coordinator just came in. He said, amen, amen, amen. He said, do you know the prayer you have been praying has not reached this ceiling? I said, okay. You know it's difficult for somebody to tell you that now? You just be offended. That's the oven that baked us. A fool is someone who applied to be admitted in the University of Ignorance. Osis chapter 4, verse 6. Ah, this thing I want to take. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. Can you see that? Now, he didn't say they lack knowledge because I didn't supply them knowledge. Can you see that? They lack knowledge because when I gave them knowledge, they refused the knowledge. They resisted it. They insisted they were going to go about doing their own things. You know that recently I found out that young ladies, they pride themselves in saying that I can be very stubborn. How many of you have heard that before? Guys, don't marry a stubborn lady. Stubbornness can be advantageous, but if you check it, there must be teachability at the root of that stubbornness. If there is no teachability at the root of that stubbornness, you know you are in soup. How can you boldly hold it with your mouth? Say, ah, I can be stubborn. You know, for somebody to say, ha, ha, I can be very stubborn. Most of the people that are talking against that lady, you know that lady, they are like her. Most of the people that are condemning, there is a lady. You know, you know what is called Eureka moments. Erica, Eureka. Wisdom, don't leave me, don't leave me, don't leave me. <laughs> wisdom, don't leave me. Most of the things you are saying, wisdom, don't leave me. What wisdom has left you? <laughs> we are talking about raining. Eureka, Eureka. Is that what we are talking about? Most of the things that people condemn in others, they are vulnerable to doing the same. You know the way people are sitting in church? Cool, calm, collected. Holy Ghost filled, tongue talking, fashionista. Made up, made over, made. Made away. 
people explode. It's more than the bomb that 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 scatter Lebanon. Are you getting what I'm saying? If people explode, he said, "Calm down." He said, "Eh?" The more you are talking, the more you are foiling the thing. And the word will press you. It's wisdom that responds and don't react. Chai, see what I am telling you is very powerful. Your bosses are, are, are watching you. Your bosses. They are watching your responses to things. There are times to go wide about matter. They shut down and legislated against Daniel. Daniel went wide. He went to his house and opened his doors and opened his rooms. He said, prayer, prayer, where I'm getting the wisdom. You can't stop the source. You can't stop the channel. channel. The source is God. The channel through which I get wisdom is prayer. Bible says in, in um, James, he said, he that lack wisdom, let him ask. He started praying. You know, some of you, went, well, well, don't let me say some of you. I want to stop saying some of you. I want to start saying some of us. Well, let me say, well, some people. Some people. If the wisdom of Daniel is at work here, when you get to the lion's den, you say, but you see, I'm actually sorry. <laughs> I'm actually sorry. Because there's something God wants to communicate to that kingdom by them throwing you into the lion's den. Ah, there is a lot coming up in my spirit. Let me just... Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, six, four, six. Let me... One who rejects or despises cancel, godly cancel, is a fool. That's number two. Knowledge is different from cancel. Proverb 1, 7. See, let me stop here. Have you heard something? You have not heard something. It's wisdom that hears something. <laughs> I will give you the remaining three or four concerning that foolishness. I'm not even touched. I've not done anything up to 5% of what I've come to share. I'm not joking. I'm not, I'm not. I wanted to tell you about three types of wisdom and then three kinds of godly wisdom and the ones that dominate. Out of those three kinds of godly wisdom, there is one that is the most powerful. Without it, you cannot reign. Without it. Every other person can have the first one and then maybe the second one, but the third dimension must be at work. It must reflect in your fashion designing. They will give you the design from the realm of glory. I'm, I'm not, this is what I'm, they will bring it. The wisdom that you deliberately set yourself, you give, your, you give yourself a deadline. You will do it if you are an architect. Let me tell you something. Don't design by theories. You design by the spirit. There was somebody who got showed a particular masterpiece and designed it and showed it to, and they stole it. Immediately they saw it. They said, what? Where did you get this? 
the best architect in the world can start looking for you when they find out somebody is releasing certain strange designs. I'm talking about wisdom that is relevant in every sector of life. In every area of life. Wisdom. The reason why it looks like God has not committed into our hands things that we would have loved him to give us is because we are yet to operate or start operating at a dimension of his intelligence. You don't have the things of God without having the intelligence of God. You need the intelligence of God to actually govern, manage, and to multiply the things that God is committing into your hands. We cannot bribe God with what we do in the kingdom. Bulk of this wisdom works in the darkness. Are you listening to me? This wisdom doesn't, is not what is needed in church. What we do in church is the minimum, barest minimum. If you can't get things you are doing in church, you can't get it done rightly, ha, the people of the world will finish you. I am telling you, in the dark, Bible says the children of this world, they are wise in their ways. What are their ways? Will you be able to withstand that? When they bring their own wisdom to the table, would you have something to offer? Now, this thing might take us some time, but I will take my time. Give us that anchor scripture. Let me just read it. I'll go back to it. True wisdom, a house is built. So you put business, you put family, you put life, you put finances. You are trying to build something. God has called us to build. But I will explain all that. And by understanding, it is established. Verse 4. He said, by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. God painted the picture here. That you don't just build a house and it's empty. You'll see the details. So part two, part three, part four, make sure you are there. There is something God wants to communicate to you. There is something God wants to communicate. Stop wearing designers. You have to be the designer. And I know what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter where you are starting from. It might be in one corner in Makoko or um, Okokomaiko or any Oko, Mako, all those things combined. It can be anywhere. But when God's grace is resting upon you and the wisdom is there, the word will hear you. And that is your portion. Lift up your hands as I pray for you. We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word and impartation of God's spirit by Pastor Tokwe Awofisayo, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact 080-3585-8047 or send a mail to admin at communioncc.org. You can also download more messages for free at www.communioncc.org. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Amen.